We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, this is Dave, the general manager of the podcast. Yeah, you thought it was Game Master. Wrong. I'm now managing things generally, as well as the Game Master bit. Anyways, remember... We are always raising money for the New Orleans Area Children's Hospital through Extra Life. There are two donation tiers that give you some rewards for the show. At the $10 level, we will name a settler after you. In this episode, you will see our $10 level donors take the stage as Rising Sun Settlement is underway. There's still some time to get your $40 donations in to add your own custom character to the campaign. Essentially, the sooner that you do that, the sooner I can get them into the show. I'm still working on donations from March, April to kind of get them back in um, with kind of the pace of the show. That was a lot harder to do than I expected, but I still really like it. Uh, So we're going to keep on doing it. We've had some wild characters like Captain Starstorm, our resident sewer superhero, and Nermal and Newton, the cats of Arturo, who are proficient at building weapons and using swords to slice Lonnie's face. Anyways, links for the campaign are in the episode description as always. Now, let's get to some governmental affairs. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the adventures of Lonnie, the Brotherhood of Steel Scribe, Clark, the veteran mercenary, the gearhead racer, and Hazel, the traveling scholar. This is Rat Rules, a Fallout tabletop RPG. Now, okay, I think I'm losing my my mind a little bit here, Lonnie. So, no, um, you're, you're, we, we both could... saw a blue dog, and. When we mention it to Pep and Hazel, you know how it's going to go down. Pep's going to think we're crazy, and Hazel's going to ask us 45 questions about the blue dog. Oh, and yeah. we're not okay. going to be able to answer like 98% of them. Well, how about you tell Hazel, and I'll te- tell Pep, because I think I might actually be crazy. Okay, it really feels like I drew the short straw there, but I will tell him. Ow. Adam Malavance, I have a few questions for you. Good luck getting answers, but sorry, that just slipped out. My bad. Look, you know what? I'm going to be like 97 years old in a few weeks here, apparently, so whatever I can get out of her, I'm going to try and get. Bad Um See here, the thing is, 
I get like the golf director thing is going to like eat all of a sudden Louisiana. And normally um, I would agree that that's a really bad thing. Um, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I, I would just leave. I think you all should just leave. I think that's by far the best course of action. If you think the entire bottom of this area is going to be gone, I think you should leave. Uh, turns out I can't really do that. She holds out her hand and says, Hold my hand, dearie. A little creepy with the dearie, but I'm going to trust you. Okay. Uh, so you grab her hand, and immediately your vision goes black, and you see a vision of uh, actually, it's the capital of the United States, it's the Capitol building. Uh, completely and totally, even more destroyed. Uh, covered in fire and sludge, uh, just absolute, uh, almost like a fiery acid everywhere. Um, and as soon as your vision kind of like comes back to back to your own your own head, she lets go of your hand. And she says, "This is the fate in store for everyone." It's not what I wanted to hear. Um. Thank you for telling us. Uh, how do you kill it? How do we, how, how do we make this not happen, huh? Um, she looks at you and says, We've been thinking for some time about ways to deal with the gulf entity. Some of us decided to hide and wait. Others disagreed, but we could only do so quietly. We have not thought about how to deal with this up until now. And that's why you're here. See, you and your company are blank spots in my vision. Something has happened to your fate that does not allow me to see. And what would you rather see? A blank future or a destroyed one? Well, with a blank future, I guess you can paint your own picture, huh? Precisely. Well, so you say there's more. They're thinking about this, but are doing so quietly. Um, mind filling us in on who that might have been? And it seems like uh, that Ella Fitzgibbon's character uh, might have been causing some ruckus and found out about it. Was she one of your crew? Uh, She looks at you and says, No, she was not. There is, in fact, seven of us. I was one of the dissenters, along with a few others. Um, Yeah, okay. A few others. I I was kind of asking who... Whom may they be? Yeah, we may need to round everyone <laughs> up and come up with a solution. We are four blank spots, and I'm not sure that's enough blank spots to take care of whatever it is that's going to come out of the water. So, likely, the dissenters have fled and have changed their names. I know not their locations. 
as they have returned to their blank status. Though we all started from a single seed, the Marty Buffont. Wait, 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 wait. Madam Malavance, are you... You have an unnaturally high perception stat. Uh, she kind of looks at you and and laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> uh, we're all special, but are you special? She looks at both of you and said, and says, "You see my gift. I have a gift, and I'm trying to do my best with it." Yeah, well, I felt the gift of one of your bouffants earlier. I think you saw that, didn't you? But they're all dissenters? A few of us. The majority rule. Therefore, we had to hide. So there's one or two other bouffants fontlings that could help. Very perceptive of you. Okay. All right. So we've got one bouffantling that's hooked up to the thinking computer down in Vault 18. And we've got one right here in this radio station. We've got one calling himself the king of Old Nolens. We're almost halfway there. But the two others are certainly not dissenters. They want to watch the world burn. I have known them to be uneasy and difficult to deal with. One of them expelled us through a water pipe, and the other tried to tell Clark to swallow his tongue. So we're in an accord there. like that one I don't blame you move okay like that that seemed really scary it wasn't ideal um okay so let's use some deduction here um could you madam Malavance could you tell us um a little bit more about the special abilities <laughs> of your other two dissenters that way, maybe we can find them and, and help bring you all together again so we can solve this problem. Yeah, talent and abilities like that transcend fake names. There was once one of us, nearly the first, with an incredible sense of strength. He is in hiding. Then there was another one of us with almost a air about them that was unexplainable he fled uh Lonnie you ever heard anybody about lifting cars super mutants that's probably not what you're asking though is it I was kind of more thinking like a ghoul like the other bouffants have been um but you know but are they ghouls aren't they all ghouls not so far well, I guess they don't technically have to be, do they? Madame Malvance is not a ghoul. 
She's not. This whole time I thought she was. No. She was wow. distinctly a human when, when it was introduced. And the ghouls in Old New Orleans are not actually ghouls. They're just like cosmetic ghouls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're fake ghouls. Which is what happened when when uh, when Hazel went not- to the uh, went to the uh, the burlesque show and was like, "What was the ghoul experience for a ghoul like you?" And the ghoul was like, "I don't know." <laughs> Good question. <laughs> yeah, excellent question. Thank you. Uh, at this point, Madame Malvance looks at both of you and says, "I'm getting weary, but tonight, receive the message." And her eyes kind of roll back in her head, and she kind of goes to sleep. I felt like that was good information. A lot to parse there. Well, signal. Uh, I appreciate what's been done here. Thank you, Clark. Are we friends now? That's a that's a strong, strong word, signal. But I, I appreciate what you've done. Signal knows Clark, friend. Clark, rough like Myrlurk skin. Signal soft like gulper skin. Okay, well, on that note, um, Signal, we have some sheet metal that I think your good strength would be most helpful putting the sheet metal toward. Signal happy to help. Bobby clean everything. Bobby big janitor. Big, big janitor. Talk to Bobby. He's got system. We'll leave you to it. Bye, Lani. Bye, Signal. Bye, Clark. Bye, Clark. Bye. All right, so you all are you all leaving the the radio station? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're gonna everybody's gonna kind of like come to the front. So everybody's included in the scene. Uh, you're standing in front of the radio station where a uh, essentially like Bobby has left uh, and is kind of like wandering the settlement, making sure all of the the areas he's delineated are, are ready. Um, you obviously know that his cleaning efforts have not gone to waste, uh, and he's supplied essentially a great foundation for which to build structures on. Uh, Bobby, while you're in there, has also dragged a long table with four chairs in front of it uh, to kind of the front of the radio station. Uh, uh, Bobby sees Lonnie and says, Mayor, Bobby? first council meeting, start right now. Please take seats. Uh... Okay, in the future, I'll schedule those, but I appreciate the initiative. I guess we're having a He interrupts meeting. you. He interrupts you and he says, Tiny humans bring tiny human table problems. Tiny humans solve other tiny human problems. Got it. Suggestion Boy. for tiny human table. First, hear problems. Get clarification. Send away. Once all problems heard, make tiny solutions. Let's take a look at these tiny human problems, I guess. Uh, So what this is, is this is how you're going to do your settlement. Uh, So you're going to start with, essentially, you all are the town council, and people are going to bring you problems that you're going to have to deal with. Uh, Once they give you their problems, 
you are actually uh, you're gonna get more information out of them, see what you can do, see if there's like some sort of compromise, or lay out a few different options. Uh, but once you uh, once you do that, you're gonna run into a building phase. Uh, so right now, that's gonna be a what, what did I call that? Uh, dividing the work up. Um, so there's nine buildable areas. Um, and essentially, each of these areas will have a classification that you'll give it. Um, so, like, there's, like, food, water, shelter, uh, and one's, like, power workshop, and then entertainment. Um, those are kind of the the options that you have right now. You don't really know, like, how to make a workshop area or how to make a, I don't know, a, a giant power station or, um, you know, a, a giant beast-killing mega weapon, you know, stuff like that. Um, but essentially... Every five settlers that you have is going to equal one settlement point. And so settlement points may be spent to begin work on projects such as a farm or a water purifier or a drive-in movie theater, like whatever you want within the delineations of that area. Uh, So once one or more of the nine building areas is complete, you must expend one settlement point to defend it. And so this is all like background work while you all are busy. Um, this is kind of what they're doing. And so you're going to need some people to defend it. If you don't spend those points, uh, essentially that's going to create a greater risk uh, that will attract raiders or monsters, that kind of stuff. Uh, and if you fail to meet the needs of the people seeking uh, your advice in council, then those will create internal problems that have their own risks and factors. Uh, I'm not going to put the, I'm not going to math forward you on this. I'm just going to kind of give you like, essentially you've got four tokens to spend as you will. Um, once we get to the developing phase, but first we will start with the town council phase. Does everything I say make sense a little bit? So far, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. the only question I have is like, all right, so for the building phase, you have four settlement points right yes. if we have 20 for right now you have 23 uh, total settlers and so um okay. the uh your number is like you you won't if you got two more settlers you would be at 25 and you could have five to so say we build one structure that takes up a point and then it takes up another point to defend that is what you're saying right but if you want to build okay. a if you want to build like a farm and a like i'm essentially combining food and water and one thing so it's like if you want to buy a farm and then a water well you can spend two points on that but that's only one point to defend because you're only using that area so there will always be nine areas oh. in the settlement. so it's oh, not for everything okay. you build you have to defend it it's for every area that you put stuff into so you can build whatever you want. If you're like, I want to spend time and build a giant swimming pool for all my friends to swim in, you can do that. But that would be in the entertainment area. And then if we spent four points essentially building that, we wouldn't have anything left over to defend yeah. with. Essentially. Got it. All right. So you guys ready to hear some... Uh, is the council ready to hear some complaints here? Aye. Aye. Uh, yeah. All right. First up. Hey, uh, my name is 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 Shay. Uh, so, question for uh, the, the four of you. Um, I'm assuming you're who I direct my question to. Uh, what are we gonna do for food and or water? Uh, Old Nolans had both, and frankly, we 
collectively you haven't been out into the wilderness a bunch. Uh, do you all have a plan for that or like some sort of cooking implement or some sort of like gardening implement or just like a bunch of hunters that you have hidden in a cave that we're just entirely unaware of? Uh, what's what's the status on that? Pep is going to give out a big sigh. It's like, <sighs> well, um, Shay, I can tell you that we do have a natural well that we have discovered. We do need to build a uh, water purification system in with it, but we do have um, water running right now. As for food, this is something that we are actively looking into, and I believe our Minister of Education might be able to tell you a little bit more about those plans. Uh, I I think that's my cue. So, uh, a lack of protein is not a problem. We have uh, plenty of stuff in the area we can actually actually actively hunt uh, Meyer lurks um, uh, different animals that honestly we just have to kill them and eat them before they can kill and eat us uh, as for other supplies um, a swampy area like this we should be able to start uh, um, planting and harvesting and gathering initially uh, tar berries water chestnuts rice taro roots maybe rad rushes and watercress uh, we can eat kudzu, which is a good uh, source of uh, vitamins and minerals. And of course, um, both the rushes and cattails are good for um, crafting materials as well as being able to eat them. Uh, if we can find lotus flowers, we can use lotus root as well. And there luckily is a lot of glowing mushrooms we can use to make radaway so we can deal with some of the radiation from the uh natural water spring until we get a water purification system set up uh there is brain fungus which uh despite being used medicinally also makes a fantastic soup and there's plenty of spanish moss which honestly works uh, both in the production of first aid antibiotics and antibacterial supplies so we should be able to keep infection at bay in the meantime um, and it is a swamp these items do regenerate at a extremely high rate of speed but we will eventually gather enough that we can start planting and cultivating them wow i feel really confident in the knowledge uh that you guys have about food um <laughs> i i'm I, I feel pretty. I feel really good about that. Uh, but the water situation—we do you all have a water purifier ready to go for that, or what, what's what's happening there? Because we can't. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure we can't just drink. We can't drink out of puddles, right? We don't do that no. in all Nolans. No. no, we we will be. Uh, we don't have a water purification system set up yet. We can. Uh, Make sure you're drinking clean water. There will be a little bit of radiation, but we can counteract the radiation with Radaway until we get the water purification system up and running. We have the power for it. We just need the water chip. Um, and we actually have a couple leads on that. Um, so we basically, we're going to need some, uh, we're going to need some help. Uh, to get this up and running, but you're not going to be drinking. Actually, I 100% say it uh, doesn't matter how thirsty you are. 
do not drink the water from the puddles, puddles people. Don't, don't do it. We will set up a, a water boiling line. We'll gather water from the well. We'll boil it. We'll do whatever we need to make sure we have all of the water you need. And we will mitigate the danger of radiation as we go. Um, um, that being I'm gonna, said, I'm, I'm going to have you roll intelligence plus speech for a difficulty two. Uh, I got one success. So during this, uh, Shay kind of looks a little confused uh, mm-hmm. and says, all right, if it, it seems like that maybe you know what you're talking about. I'm going to go, I'm just going to, I'm going to go do, back to what I was doing. Uh, and they kind of walk away. Um, oh, okay. That's fine. Just don't drink out of puddles. Uh, they pull out a straw out of their pocket and they immediately... No! No, 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 no! Oh, God. Uh, next up, a uh, person approaches the bench and says, uh, Hey, uh, greetings, council. Uh, it's Casey. Uh, so we've been thinking uh, between the radio station and the trolley, there's not many places to sleep. Is there a way that we could have some beds or maybe a roof or a floor just like something that we can feel safe with yep uh we that is a priority we do have the raw materials be able to put a roof over your head we're just working on the details to make it comfortable but at the very least um we should be able to get uh, something rudimentary to keep the elements off of you and uh the more we're able to scavenge the more comfortable it'll be Aren't there uh, bunk beds in the radio station? There were, there were a few. Casey I mean, how many? That. How many? How many bunk beds were were in there? In my head, and there always has been, and I'm infallible. There have been six bunk beds. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. That's just what I've envisioned. Uh, in the trolley, were the were the seats cushioned, or were they just like bench? No, oh, they're bench. They're bench oh. seats. Casey kind of looks at Lonnie and is like, okay, that sounds great. I I, I, I see that we've got the sheet metal, so I'm guessing that you guys are going to do something with that or we're going to do something. As long as we get that figured out, I am aces. Yeah. Um, that is a priority. Okay, great. She uh, She goes off. Essentially, as a side note, if you have a resource and can back that up, that you're going to use that resource for something, they're likely going to believe you. But if you don't have something like the water purifier chip or stuff like that, you're going to have to roll for that to be like, citizen, it is okay. The council is all knowing. Uh, Next up, then the last person to approach the bench says, what's up, chill cats? So I represent the local gang of extra cool people who really make the scene. But unfortunately, nothing is going on in the rising sun scene. All of us cool-ass cats want to chill out, have some fun, and blow off some steam, you dig? Oh, I like this guy. He's got, so, he's got um, spunk. Uh, what is it you have in mind that would uh, help you blow off steam? I just want to have a cool time, my man. I want to have the coolest time that there could ever be. And for listeners at home, I'm doing a lot of body movement and like finger pointing and some <laughs> real, some real like visual there performance that we have. it on, man. Yes, there is heavy gesticulation happening right now. Well, we do have a radio station here, and with 
any accumulation of music that we're able to find out in the West, we can have ourselves some musical entertainment. If I mean, I don't want to sit inside a stinky old radio station. Can we pump that music to the outside so we all can get the sweet jams of the wasteland? I'm in favor of that. I, I think this, this, this gentleman here uh, has great ideas. We could have maybe build a little dance floor. Have a kind of a sock hop for you, for you young folks, huh? Would you like that? Would you like that, that young person? Tunes. I All love right. that. We'll get we'll get started on that, and you'll you'll be the first person to help us, right? Yeah. Your whole gang of fun loving kids. There's about two of us. We wear leather jackets. We're so cool, <laughs> and we're just gonna we're just ready to like. To really kick it up. We're going to rise this sun to the next level if you guys want to. So, um, here's the thing. I like the idea of making the radio tower work better as well. Um, so, when it comes to it, you and your pal are going to be the ones that are going to help with that, okay? You want to see some fun? You got to make it happen, my man. We'll make it happen all day. Fun all day. Fun forever. So, does... I think we just found signals assistance for the uh, variety hour. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've got some ideas brewing for the the council, uh, but I believe that should be pretty easy to make happen given our current resources. So, DM, do they have a symbol on the back of their leather jackets? Is it like the swamp foxes or like I mean, the... You, can see, you yeah. can see that they are starting. Like, there's like the makings of some sort of symbol, but you can't quite you can't quite make it out because they've ju- like, they just started it when it seems like that it is not but maybe 30 minutes old. It's <laughs> <laughs> very new. Swamp foxes rule! Oh God! Do you say that because they would be about that? They would be like I, I, to- I totally would, and I would do it with an absolute air of sarcasm that they probably won't pick up on. Right on, lady! Yeah, swamp foxes. That's a great name. Canary, <sighs> welded. Yeah, great, awesome. And he he walks away. Um, and you have heard. <sighs> You've heard everybody at the council, and now it is time to make a decision. Uh, See, so I've gone through kind of the, the settlement points. Uh, what are you wanting to do? You have four settlement points. Um, so you could build, if you want to build a farm, if you wanted to bi- like use that resource to defend something. Like, what's your game plan? What do you want to do as a group to kind of build the settlement on the first day? Right. I, I think we should do food. Like, I don't know how much we're going to, like, gamify this, but food takes, like, time to grow. So I think it would be better to train a group of them as hunters. That way they get some combat skills and they're bringing in food. True. The as the minister plant, of defense. The si- understood. Uh, it's also, it doubles up food and defense at the same time. So it is a two-for-one deal there. Because you're protecting us from stuff that could eat us, and then we get to eat them. So, you know, it's a win-win. I will say that as far as planting food like a farm, 
the sooner we start crops growing, the sooner we actually get um, some sort of payback for that. There are some crops that will grow much faster than others. Um, I'm going to go with the fallout standard, which is instead of cranberries, tarberries. I don't know if they will seasonally or if they will uh, grow if you have the base um, structure, kind of like uh, cranberries do. Um, and uh, rice is easy, but I think rice takes longer. I think that's pretty much established that it, it you might get two or three growing seasons out of it. Um, I'm not. I'm not too worried about the semantics of of like food, okay. water, like that. The, yeah. like, the levels of that. How the main thing I'm looking at is like if if you think about Fallout Four of like when you're in your settlement, you have like you're a happiness them. level and a defense level, and so they're going to yeah. come to you and say, "Hey, we want beds." And so, like, they're going to come to you. Like today, it was like essentially two basic asks for food and water and beds, and the other person wants a groove entertainment, good time. You know, yeah. I, I think um, I think cover and beds are a given, and yeah, I think for now, uh, having hunters and protection takes precedence over planting. Yeah. All right. Um, at least uh, on a wide scale. Okay. As um, mayor, um, Clark, I think you bring up an excellent point. Uh, if we could have some type of hunter-gatherer station where not only are we um, handling uh, settlement defense, but also um, bringing in resources, natural resources that can be eaten, um, any of those components, anything like that, I think that might be a good start because a farm might be a long-term goal. Plus. Um any animals that they end up killing, if they can get pelts from those types of animals, that can go towards our bed situation. Right. This sort of, uh, th- this helps with resources. So, yeah, I, beds, leather armor, all sorts of goodies yeah. like that. I am in agreement with um, maybe doing like a hunter gatherer, like a, a um, like a, a, a hunter's guild or something like that. If, you know, um, second, shelter, I do think we probably need to prioritize using this uh, sheet metal to create some type of barracks so we can get people uh, sheltered um, out of the elements. Uh, that's going to keep them healthy. That's going to keep them happy. Third, one of these plots could potentially be a bazaar something where a lot of uh, like mercantile can come in and out but also Pep you said sort of like a dance floor and really does it community hub right and does it it doesn't have to be that sophisticated right now really the only things that we need to be able to do are run some speakers from the radio station to this plot and now we have a place where people can blow off steam and we can develop it later. Does that sound reasonable? All yeah. good settlements no. have a dealership. You, uh, no, you gotta no, have a it dealership. Doesn't, it doesn't sound reasonable. We got no... We got. You guys clearly have not spent enough time out in the wasteland. We have not enough food. We have shitty, unpurified water. We have... Oh. No okay, the, the water the water can be purified. It 
Okay, so the water is clean. It's just not radiation-free. If the hunter-gatherers can get um, glowing mushrooms while they're gathering, I can use that to mitigate the effects of the radiation. Okay, so we'll backtrack because saying, we I need enough I resources to be able to defend these as well, right? Let's not over... Yeah, we need to let's make sure so, for example, if you built those three things, if you built the bazaar, if you built the hunter's lodge, and you built the shelter with the beds and everything, that would be three tokens. So you would yeah. have one token left over to guarantee one of those things is not at risk. Okay. And not necessarily saying that something bad will happen, but there will be what they call an old dice roll uh, to figure out if something <laughs> if something bad does happen to areas that are at risk and what happens. Okay. And you won't necessarily be there for that. But it, so this is kind of like planning out like a week of what's happening. Right. So let's let I think us in character, focus Park is on, always going to be the one that's going to like push for having that balance of defense. Right. I like that. So, in character, he's yeah, and he one. should. He's the minister of defense. Mm -hmm. So let's focus on safety. Let's focus on survival. Yeah. Let's split Clark, our resources between. We have a. <laughs> We haven't been out in the wasteland long enough. You've been out in the wasteland too long. <laughs> we got a bunch of kids. They're not much. They're not much older than than me. I know what it's like. If we don't have something for these dummies to do, they're gonna start wandering off, and pretty soon the settlement's gonna be empty because these teenagers are gonna be bored. Yeah, hey, I, I can. Do, I can organize some, some interesting survival training seminars for well, them. Pat, I mean, it's kind of my thing. Instead of having a dedicated space, can we just get? some of the speakers like playing outside maybe get some music going or something it won't be official but at the very least if we need to make morning announcements or you know play some music anything like that that might be a good morale ad without dedicating space it would just you be know what? you know converting I, I, some resources I like that idea maybe we can double this up maybe we can actually pipe the music directly into the barracks I would like to. So the barracks can be the area that they can like relax during the day, and then, you know, at at night we turn the music off so people can sleep. But right. and to note, um, uh, without dedicating a, if you like want to do a makeshift solution, that's fine. But if you don't dedicate a resource to fixing that person's issue, that is going to be a hit on your morale. So true. You, but there's only two of them who are really pushing for it right now, and if they die, that won't be a problem. There was actually three. It was him and two people. Oh. Right. Um, Clark, I am would like to dedicate uh, the resources you need to set up a hunter-gatherer guild station, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so we'll have uh, people trained to be able to uh, go around the periphery and collect things. Uh, Hazel should be able to provide a pretty decent uh, preliminary list and maybe the four of us can go on some deeper excursions to see what's available and help um, target some stuff that they can hunt yeah. and they can gather. Uh, Signal should know where Mirelurk is readily available, so that is a start. We should definitely make them some makeshift weapons slash shovels slash whatever also um, if they're going to be on defensive uh, hunter gatherer, they're they're gonna need. I mean, we don't have weapons for them yet, so makeshift weapons are the best we got at the moment. 
Next, we will easy. be uh, dedicating resources toward barracks. We will be enlisting the help of Bobby. And Hep, since you have power armor as well, that should make things go a little bit quicker. And um, any opposed? Uh, not at all. Um, what? How big are these pieces of metal? Would it make more sense to have it be more of a... a a teepee or tri-shaped roof to use less material for more living space or can it be almost like an Iroquois longhouse? Like, are they long pieces of metal that, that can be shaped into essentially um, habitation tubes? I, I went too deep. Sorry. Oh, oh, I'm, oh I, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> off hey, I see. I see. I'm I see the numbers about shovels and, and, and now they're going to get the shovels floating and... in front of the DM's face. I'm like, wait, no, no, come back, come back. <laughs> uh, you can like, you're gonna like these people are gonna be working with it a week, so you're gonna be giving them like a basic like whatever knowledge you have, you can impart to them in some. They're not gonna be experts in whatever it is. Like they're gonna be able to say, okay, here's the foundation, here's the blueprint. We're workhorses. We're gonna go do our thing. So well, the, the the good news is Hazel is very good at survival and teaching people survival. The bad news is her survival base was mobile. She never was a part of a group that actually stayed in one place for more than a season. So long-term building, as she really doesn't have a lot of knowledge about that, other than, you know, what she's picked up from books. So in conclusion, we're going to spend two of our uh, settlement points, uh, one on the hunting lodge slash hunters and one on a uh, shelter uh, with essentially utilizing those bunk beds as well as additional beds for, uh, for folk, enough shelter that everybody can sleep soundly. Uh, and then yes. we're going to use the additional two to make sure that those are defended throughout the week. We locked in on I that? Think. Yes. Okay. Anyone Great. opposed? Motion basics first. Passes. Always the basics first. There we go. Um, the So you all have decided that, and I'm going to say that for the rest of the day, you're kind of like laying out that foundation to people. We're not going to go over the exact scenes of like, Hey, you know, this is what a hunting lot like Clark's going to head up some of the hunting line is going to head up some of the hunting like Pep's going to be really like trying to rig in uh, some he's rigging the speakers to make sure that there's announcements uh, and some light music for everyone. Uh, May's, you know, working on making sure that everybody knows, like, you know, how to use the sheet metal to get the things uh, working with the hunters. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. Um, How but, to boil water. Make sure you cook yeah. your food all the way through first. You know, the like, like, uh, yeah, the basics. You've laid out a foundation well enough for you all to, to sleep in. It's not a, a huge building, but it's a nice, like, a camping spot that you're not going to get wet. Um, you might get a little buggy. But it's not going to be it's not going to be that bad. So uh, I'm going to have you roll uh, survival plus endurance for a difficulty two uh, to see if you can get well rested. So what was that again? That was uh, survival plus endurance difficulty two to see if you can get well rested. Survival. Come on, baby. Yes, I am well rested. Hitting twenties a Sleeping lot. Sleeping like man. a baby. 
Pep's yeah. been hitting some twenties, but uh, May and Lonnie, oh, excuse gosh. me, Hazel and Lonnie have uh, they're well rested, so they get two extra hit points. Um, and I'm gonna need everyone to do a mm-hmm. perception plus energy weapons roll at a difficulty one. Oh no! God, dang it, Pep! I missed that. <laughs> Two nineteen, oh, Pep. That's funny. I got a zero. <laughs> wow, Pep! Damn. Uh, so bad. It Pep sleepwalking cause. You know what? Yeah. I, can I can I use a luck point to re-roll one of those? Sure. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah I have a suspicion that might be important. Damn. <laughs> I rolled an 18. Even worse. Okay. Fine. I, I know nothing. So, Clark, um, it's the middle of the night, and you kind of hear this, like, squelch of a recorder through the trees. Um, you hear this kind of areas inhabited. We're coming up on it. It looks like it's actually here, so we'll need to be able to clear them out. Um <sighs> It seems like they're sleeping, but uh, we'll do covert operations uh, to commence and retake it. And I, since I hear this, can I, I try to sneak up on this person to see who it is. Uh, yes, you can uh, do a, uh, 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 have a agility plus sneak for a difficulty one. You were able to hear them, like you got you got two successes on that, so you're able to hear them pretty well. Uh, so do a difficulty one, agility plus sneak. I got it. Yeah. So uh, you come up on a uh, on the hill, and you're kind of like hiding behind the trees, and you actually see uh, four uh, people uh, dressed in uh, initiate robes uh, with energy weapons in their hand uh kind of looking about they are um they're kind of talking into a a holotape recorder as they're going through um you see that they have a a marking on their on their uh left arm that signifies them as a a squad under the name hotel okay um yeah, I think that's all I want to do. I'll just I'll just sort of watch them until they leave, I guess. Unless some, they do something else interesting. Uh, they are walking towards the settlement. Uh, and you kind of hear over the radio that they are prepping their weapons to attack raiders. Okay, I want to do this while I'm still, like, hidden. I want to, I want to call out... Um, uh, hey, all don't... Ventriloquism. Yeah, don't fucking go any further. We'll fucking kill you. (laughs) Tune in next time on Rad Rolls.